Welcome to the Tell Us Something Podcast. I'm Mark Moss. This episode of the podcast was recorded in front of a live audience on July 8th, 2010 at the Peace Farm in Missoula, Montana at an event that predates Tell Us Something. Missoula residents Jeremy N. Smith and Josh Schlotnick hosted the event, which they called Eat Our Words. Five storytellers shared their true personal story on the theme, Leaving Home. Jeremy Smith recently reached out to me because one of those storytellers recently passed away. John Engen has graced the Tell Us Something stage twice, and Jeremy suggested that it would be a nice way to honor him to share this story, too. Eat Our Words was sponsored by Garden City Harvest. Garden City Harvest plants seeds and grows together to create a healthy Missoula on their over 20 neighborhood farms, schools, gardens, and community gardens. Learn more at GardenCityHarvest.org. Remember to get your tickets for the next Tell Us Something storytelling event. The theme is, It's the Little Things. Tickets and more information are available at TellUsSomething.org. Thank you very much, Jeremy. So... Carolyn pretty much took my story. (laughs) So now I have to come up with something else. And then I didn't really understand the directions. My thing, it was an email thing. It said 30 seconds haiku form. So I feel kind of stupid right now. (laughs) I am 45 years old, and if I understand the currents in the gene pool correctly, that puts me at middle age. (laughs) My dad is 88. My mom is younger than that, and if I say that in a microphone where it can be recorded, I will be in trouble. I've lived at 734 South 2nd West, 775 Monroe Street, the Alpha East, 910 Stevens Avenue, 713 Kern, 4050 Fieldstone Crossing, And tonight, for the first time, I'm going to sleep at 4018 Lincoln Road. That's 45 years. I've learned something at each one of those places. 734 South 2nd, I grew up with a brother who's eight years older than I am, Norwegian parents, and a Norwegian grandmother. And I learned there that if you have a problem with somebody, make sure you never tell them about it. (laughs) You tell someone who has absolutely no ability to fix that problem for you. And you tell them until they won't listen anymore. And eventually the problem goes away. (laughs) I also learned that you take care of each other. And so when your mother 
is in a nursing home in North Dakota and none of the other brothers and sisters have it in them to do anything about it you go get her you bring her home you put her in the spare bedroom and you make it work somehow you make it work Seven seventy five Monroe, I lived with Eddie Byrne. Ed and I were in high school together. Hellgate High School, best eight years of my life. <laughs> Many of you have heard that line before, but I use it again. <laughs> and I will again and again. Ed had just returned from serving in the United States Army. The Army was not at war at that time, so Ed learned a lot of things about jumping out of airplanes. He had a shocking number of really dirty rhymes, <laughs> and apparently his extensive training in the United States Army did not train him for the circumstance in which after a party wherein you serve something he called sangria, which is a product of a lot of wine a cooler, and oranges. <laughs> that the proper way of dispo disposing of said oranges is not to flush them down the toilet <laughs> in the downstairs bathroom at 775 Monroe. <laughs> because it does not help your deposit. <laughs> I learned a lesson there as well. I then lived at 910 Stevens where I learned that the smell of cat urine is very difficult to remove from carpets and basements. <laughs> I had never had a cat before. This was not my cat causing this problem at 910. It was the person who lived there before and his or her cat. It made it difficult to have people over, <laughs> especially for dinner. So I fell in love and started spending a lot of time at 713 Kern. And it wasn't all about the cat odor in my house. Lovely woman. Next week we'll have been married 21 years. Well, the applause are for her, believe me. At 713 Kern, I learned what it's like to live with a woman who was not your mother or your grandmother. <laughs> it is much different. <laughs> the expectations are much different. And I spent a lot of time trying to figure out ways to meet them. And somewhere along the line, we made it work. Then, we went to 4050 Fieldstone Crossing, which for us was a brand new home and felt very grown up when I was 28 years old. And it was there I learned how to fix stuff, because I had to. Ignore other stuff, because I could. <laughs> fix it later, because I got caught ignoring it. <laughs> and learned how to take time to look at some mountains, read a book, watch a dog, 
listen to our own cat, make really odd cat noises. <laughs> and it was there I learned to settle in a little bit. And now we're moving into a house that happens on one floor. And some of that could be about my knees, but I prefer to think that it's about those parents I learned from back at 734. And the fact that every once in a while I'd like to be able to have my old man up for dinner and have him be able to go to the bathroom. It starts to be simple stuff at some point in your world. So I've lived all those places. Last month, I moved my parents out of 734 South 2nd West, where they'd been for nearly 45 years. They left home. They moved into a place called the Clark Fork Riverside. They have a million dollar view of our city from the ninth floor on the south side. And I think they're settling in, but the other day, my old man said to me, when are we going home? I said, Mom's here, Pop. You're home. And tonight, I'm going to lay my head on a king-size bed at 4018 Lincoln Road and see what that's about. See what I learned there. And that's sort of the, the micro version of leaving home. But the fact of the matter is there's another macro version of all this, and it's a really short story. I'm 45 years old. I was born in Missoula, and I have never left home. And I'm pretty happy about it. Thanks. John Ingen was born October 27, 1964, in Missoula, Montana. During his 57 years on this planet, John touched the lives of many people as a journalist, friend, businessman, mayor, and all-around great human. He died August 15, 2022, after a battle with pancreatic cancer. To hear more stories from John, visit tellussomething.org. Thank you to Jeremy N. Smith and Josh Slotnick for providing the audio for this episode of the Tell Us Something podcast. I remember this Eat Our Words event as the first time that I experienced true personal storytelling live in person as a performance. The evening was special, held outdoors at Missoula's beautiful Peace Farm on a warm July evening among an intimate crowd sitting on hay bales and engaging with each other as community. I am grateful to Jeremy and Josh for the opportunity to share this story from Eat Our Words. Next week on the podcast, I sit down with Rick White, author and Tell Us Something storyteller, to catch up about what he's been up to since sharing his story at Tell Us Something. Just way back there in the heart of the Selway, Bitterroot National Forest. So, yeah, we were at the end of the road and um, off-grid for, for three weeks. And it looked like me scribbling furiously in a, on a yellow legal pad and then transcribing onto a uh, $100 typewriter that I sent at the antique mall beforehand so that I could <laughs> translate it into print. Tune in for that wherever you get your podcasts or stream at tellussomething.org. Podcast production by me, Mark Moss. Remember to get your tickets for the next Tell Us Something storytelling event. The theme is It's the Little Things. 
Tickets and more information are available at tellussomething.org. To learn more about Tell Us Something, please visit tellussomething.org.